Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Welcome to the Roundtable. Hi, everybody. My name is Robert Bannon, and you're watching the Roundtable. Well, I guess you're listening to it on the Broadway Podcast Network. I guess watching it would be over at YouTube. Um, I'm so excited to be here with you. We have had a great season of Broadway shows last year, and a whole slew of them opening up this year. But some of us don't live in New York. Some of us don't have access to seeing a show. Some of us don't have the means to come to New York to just spend a lot of money and see some theater, but we have cast albums, and the Sweeney Todd cast album is out. It is stunning. If you want to see Josh Groban sing, Penelope Ashford sing, Jordan Fisher sing, Gatton Mazarazzo sing, everybody sing, Ruthie Ann Ma sing. Well, I had to have Joanna here because Joanna Maria Bilbao is so sweet and so fantastic and so charming up on stage right now over at the Sweeney Todd. You need to come down here and see a show. I had a blast. I'm going to tell you our story, why we went and saw it, and all that jazz right now with Maria. So over the spring, I had the chance to jump. Oh, you know, it was my partner's first official Broadway show. It was his first official Broadway show. We went and had, you know, super overpriced drinks and we sat in super great house seats and he's secretly like a gigantic Josh Groban fan. Like if he had a celebrity hall pass for a straight, he would pick Josh Groban. So wait, I'm going to get brownie points right now. Maria Bilbao's here and we're going to talk all things Sweeney Todd right now. Hi. Hello. How I so I you all have such a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you so much. Gorgeous voice, and you have the most beautiful acting choices. And I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. It's so exciting to talk to you. Thank you. I everyone that's listening to us right now on the Broadway Podcast Network or watching us on YouTube, why haven't you gotten your Sweeney tickets yet? You can it's the perfect time of year. It's perfect. It's spooky season. You know, we just had Friday the 13th. It's it's time. It's time to come attend the tale. Come attend the tale. And if you're around the country, you can listen to the tale mm -hmm. right now. The album is out. It is streaming wherever music is streamed and heard. We're going to talk about it in a moment. Maria, you're from Miami. Mm -hmm. I sure am. At what point did you say, I want to be in showbiz, in theater in particular? Um, I, oof. 
I started theater when I was seven. So my mom put me in like a little theater camp and I quickly fell in love with it because I was around kids just like me who were so expressive and just loved to sing and dance. Um, but I think that I got really serious about it once I was in high school and, or honestly not even, no, I'm lying to you. I'm lying to you. I had this very pivotal moment in my life watching the PBS documentary when Wicked first, you know, became a thing. And I remember sitting in my great grandmother's kitchen and you know, those tiny little TVs that people used to have. Yes. I was just watching Adina Menzel being painted green. And I was like, I need to do that in that city. <laughs> and I must've been like seven years old, honestly. And that, when you got the bug, you get the bug. That's get it. The bug. Adina Menzel and the green makeup, and that was it. Done. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I. That's I want that. Did you go to voice lessons? Did you go like I know for me, I went to the the mall in the Bergen Mall in Paramus, New Jersey. That's what my parents knew. Like what, <laughs> what did they? What was the steps you took when you were younger? Yeah, um, my grandmother and my mother were have always been so supportive. And once they realized that I was really into this um, and really serious about it, yeah, my grandma started putting me in, um, I started taking like group voice lessons first as like a trial. Um, and then after that, I, I went into just like private ones. I must have been 11 or 12 when I started that. And then after that, yeah, I went into dance classes and I went to like a drama magnet school for high school. Okay. So it's just continuous. Continuous. So do in high school, because people, a lot of students, I, I teach musical theater at NJ Pack in, in New York. Mm -hmm. They're obsessed with theater, young theater makers, amazing voices, the up and coming superstars of the world. <laughs> and they, they always talk about uh, their big thing is auditions and audition prep. And they're in high school. So they're going for high school shows or they're, mm -hmm. they're applying for college. Do you remember the first time you started to put songs together and make a book and all yeah. that? Yes. And oh my gosh, like now I'm like, oh, I didn't know anything. Um, like there's such a specific way, I think, of creating your book and, and like having a really great song that you really love that you just bring to multiple auditions. Um, but I think I remember my, my high school audition was like my first one that I ever really like worked with someone with where I was like, okay, I need to find a monologue. Let's find a song. Let's work on the beats and the acting. Um, and yeah, I just remember being at like this, being from Miami, there's this like Coral Gables youth center and like just sitting outside and recording myself saying the monologue and, you know, editing it with her. Um, so that was like my first experience of trying to figure things out regarding auditions. And I don't think I figured it out probably until after college, to be honest, once I really like was using it in the real world in this context, I was like, okay, this works and this does not work. Let me redo this. <laughs> Is it forever living and breathing document, yes. really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where did you go to school? And did you study musical theater? Yes, I did. Um, I went to AMDA um, Conservatory. Um, I did, so they have the option of doing like two years in New York and two years in LA. And I just decided to do the two years in New York. Um, yeah.
I have students who are, are applying and, and going through the audition process this year. And I have many friends, if you're in New York area or LA and you know actors, then you know people that have went to AMDA. Oh yeah. Oh yes. And a lot on Broadway and a lot on television and film, mm -hmm. et cetera. What about the process there, those two years? Was it hard to leave Florida? Was that a big dramatic moment or you were like, I'm out, see you later? I was, I was ready to get out. I was so ready. Um, and auditioning for AMDA was a really like, kind of like a kismet moment for me because I wasn't going to audition for AMDA. I had like paid for orientation for Florida State University. I was gonna minor in theater and major in psychology. My life would have been very, very different. Well, who knows, I don't know. Um, and then I got an email from AMDA being like, if you audition, you get an automatic scholarship. It's like, oh, sure. <laughs> um, and then I told up this year, sorry, I'm not coming. Cause then I got accepted and I just, was like, I need to, I need to leave to New York. And my mom, my mom was like bribing me with like, I'll get you an annual pass to Disney if you stay in Florida, like just stay in Florida. And she's very supportive that I'm in New York. Um, but I was like, no, nothing can stop me from wanting to be there. And you come here, you go to AMDA, and then you have worked in some of the best regional theaters <laughs> uh, and, and got your, your resume filled up and, and got your feet wet, so to speak. What is it like to be a book a contract and go to, from Westchester to here to there everywhere and, and to be in a new place and housing? And what mm -hmm. is that like for a young new actor? Um, magical, I think. Like the first, when I did Evita at St. Louis Rep, I was so nervous because I didn't know what to expect. You know, you get told so many things from school, like this is what it's going to be like, but you don't ever really know until you're there. Um, but that was a really magical experience being like, oh wow, this is truly so similar to what I know how to do. Like, it's like being in high school, you're with a group of people who really love to do this, but we get paid to do it. And there's like more money involved, obviously, because the costumes are better or whatever. Um, but it, I love doing regional theater. I have met like lifelong friends doing these shows, exploring the country is just incredible. Like, I don't know if I would have ever gone to St. Louis, you know, right. um, cause I didn't know what was there or was not really interested. Um, and yeah, it's, it's fun. Like it's obviously really nice to be doing like a Broadway contract and you're in the city and you can settle yourself in your apartment for, you know, a long time or a longer time than usual if you're used to doing regional theater. Um, but there's something really exciting about like jumping back and forth and being in a new place and having that new energy. Absolutely. And so many people don't have access to coming to New York yeah. or going to Los Angeles and you get to be the only show in town for people who love theater everywhere. Yeah, it's really inspiring for a lot of people. You know, I didn't see my first Broadway show until I was 17. So regional theater and national tours was the only way that I could get access to it. Um, Cause you know, there were no, there were no slime tutorials yeah. <laughs> back then. <laughs> you know, I just told that story about my first Broadway audition getting called from Telsey to be a replacement Roger in Rent in not, mm -hmm. not 2001. And I told my, I told the kids, there was no slime tutorial. There was a bootleg VHS tape that my friend had of someone with a camcorder to try to memorize the word. That is, that is, we live in a new world. In a new world, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Well, so many actors dream about being on Broadway. So many actors dream about being in a big giant production of something. What was your journey like to be in Sweeney? Oh, 
Wow. Um, it was a wild and really quick journey. Um, so the moment that it was released, that this was going to be happening, I texted my manager. I was like, can I get it? Do you think I can get seen for Joanna? And he was like, I don't know. I'll try, but I think it's cast. And I was like, okay, valid, whatever. Um, if they want me, if they want to see me for ensemble or like a cover, you know, I'm open. Um, and that was like in the summer or spring. I don't remember when it was released, the, the news last year. Um, and I didn't hear anything. And then I was just like, I think like two or three more times. I was like, hey, I still want to be seen for this if there's anything. Um, and then in November of last year, I got a self-tape for Joanna. And that was the week before Thanksgiving. Um, and I had to like change my flight home because I had to be here. And I was like also doing a holiday contract in Sonoma, California after Thanksgiving. So there was a lot that I had to do logistically, but I was like, I need to be here in New York for this audition right now. Um, so I sent myself tape in and then I got asked to dance. And then that was the Friday before Thanksgiving. And then the Monday I sang. And then the Wednesday after Thanksgiving, I found out my manager called me. So it happened in two weeks. It was crazy. <laughs> oh my goodness. What was the moment like when you got the phone call? Where were you? What pandemonium? Um, I was, I was in Sonoma, California. I was in a, you know, I was in like artist resident housing. Um, and it was my day off. I was going to the dentist in the middle of the day. That was my only plan for my afternoon. Um, my manager calls me cause I was, I was in for another show and he's like, you know, this show, um, has notes for you. And I was like, oh, okay, this must mean that I didn't get Sweeney, whatever. That's fine. Um, I'll just do this show if anything. And then he said, you know, um, the show has notes, but it should be easy for you because like you got Joanna. And I just remember being in this room and like falling to my knees and being like, no way, oh. no way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> screaming. My roommate heard me and like knocked on the door and was like, what did I just hear? <laughs> and then we celebrated together and I FaceTimed my mom, my grandma. Um, yeah. And that, that's another moment that's like ingrained in my mind. for. It's, it, it's just the beginning. It's just the first yes. of many, I'm sure, um, that are to come. So you all better be on it. We could, while we're talking about it, you can follow, follow on Instagram, make sure that you take a follow for the journey because yes. it's going to be exciting, all that's going to happen. So when you walk into a rehearsal space with Annalie Ashford and Josh Groban and Jordan Fisher and, and this cast and, and your director who has done um, a little show here and there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the scale, what is it like when you walk in there and this is your Broadway debut and no shade to us, but these are monster stars, talents. Yeah. What? Oh my God. I, even the moment, like I got the call and my manager told me like who was going to be in the show and I, my jaw dropped and I was like, oh, really? Okay. I'm prepared for this. And there's like a little bit of imposter syndrome, you know, cause it's like, oh wow. Like I'm just starting, like feeling like, oh, I have something to prove. But I was like, no, it's all right. Like this is, treat this like any other regional gig, you know, you go in there and just be you, you've got the job already. But I definitely had to like prepare, mentally prepare myself to not 
like fangirl <laughs> over these people. Like these are all people that I have admired for so long and have followed their careers. Like Ruthie and 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 Gina and Anna Lee. Like these are women that I've really admired in my in my own career and growing up. Um, but quickly I realized, oh man, these people are so down to earth and sweet and gracious. Um, I can just be myself around them. And they're just, I'm in love with all of them. <laughs> you are, there is such a beautiful, talented cast. Mm -hmm. It is such a magical evening of theater, um, especially to sing these Sondheim songs in this time. Um, what is it like wh when you have people come visit this show? Like I saw a picture of you and Bernadette Peters. I mean, you have some iconic Sondheim people, Broadway people, period. What is that like? Wild, um, <laughs> surreal. Yeah, when Bernadette came, that's, talk about an, yeah, talk about an icon. Someone, since I was seven, like listening to her voice, she has shaped so much of who I am and why I love what I do. Um, so seeing her was magical. Like my inner child was just like weeping for joy. Um, yeah, it's it's just incredible. And like having a direct link to people who were so close to Sondheim is really special. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, like I said, we had such a great time at the show. Mm -hmm. I need everyone to go get their tickets. I think Josh Groban, I told him he's the nicest man in show business because he really is nice. He is so nice. nice. Mm -hmm. and, like, like, you're like, really? You can't be this nice. I, and like so sweet it's disgusting how sweet and kind and humble he is and how are you all still standing you're now in what how many months have you you've done the show it's almost ten, eight eight yeah almost eight months we just hit our 200 200th performance last thursday which is crazy yeah and I think like for us, since we all love each other so much and we are having so much fun and we really do love this story and treat it with so much care um, that it doesn't get old. Like obviously there are days where, you know, life is happening. Sure. But I think collectively all of us in the theater, the moment we walk in, it's like, I know what I'm doing here. Like this is, this is my safe space. Um, so, and also having the two days off is really, I think that is a big reason why all of us are like, so, I don't know, jazzed and <laughs> falling apart. <laughs> well, it's an, it's an event and, and the audience is here for it. Here's pictures from, from the event and, and here's, here's the playbill if you're, if you're watching us right now. When you got to make the album, what was it like to do it in a recording session with this cast? And now it's, it's forever documented and immortalized and you can listen to it right now wherever music is heard. Amazing. Um, that's another surreal moment. Like thinking I, I had a, I had a shower moment after doing the recordings where I was like, Oh my God, I remember singing along to Sarah Rice in the OBC on Spotify, like learning this track for this audition and just thinking about like young, young girls and women, like listening to me and having that is really just like, a mind-blowing moment. <laughs> there are going to be so many high school, regional, community theater productions of this show forever, for eternity. Mm -hmm. 
and they're going to Google and Google schmoogle this show and put it in Spotify yeah. or whatever. And they're going to all be listening and taking, taking notes from you. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's, I, I truly am at like a loss for words because it is, it's hard to wrap my mind around it. Um, Cause it's something that I love doing so much as a kid that yeah. thinking about other kids is just really magical. I love it. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait for people to ruin your runs and your ideas in yeah. rehearsal and audition rooms forever. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, well, well, we know that you have music in you. We know that you have tricks up your sleeve. You were doing shows with Jenna DeWall over the, I, we, I saw that. I'm ready for your cabaret shows, your concerts, your solo records, your next Broadway show. We're here for you. We're rooting. We're cheering. We're ready. Oh yeah. I'm so excited. That's yeah. That's on my list is doing like a solo show. So hopefully in like the next year, um, that'll be happening. So well, everybody that's here, we're going to follow you on Instagram and stay up to date. We're all going to go for the holidays, for Halloween, for Thanksgiving, wherever you can try to get a ticket. Go to SweeneyToddBroadway.com, Broadway.com, and you can get your tickets. And we're so excited. We are going to be streaming the album and listening and telling all of our friends they got to head on down and see Sweeney Todd. Yes, please come. <laughs> Congratulations. You're so wonderful. I'm so excited. Love to your family. I am sure they are over the so moon. Much. Oh, yeah. My mom was just here and saw the show three times this week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's that's family. That's, yes, what that's love. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So lovely speaking with you. you too. Well, there you have it, everybody. How great is that? Miami in the house, now in New York. And I don't think Broadway is going to ever let her go now. I think she belongs to to the to the 212 everybody thanks for being here my name is robert bannon i have a whole boatload of stuff coming out a christmas show at chelsea table and stage a brand new album called rewind all of that information is at my website go to www.robertbannon.com or follow me on instagram at robert m bannon and i hope you keep watching and listening to us here at the broadway podcast network it's such a joy and honor to be here check out some of my friends that are on the podcast network because they're talking about some great stuff. You're not going to want to miss them all. All right, I'll see you again next time. Thanks for being here. The best is yet to come. Bye, everyone.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.